It's the Emily T. Gale Talk Story Show and a little of Say Nice Things About Detroit because I have Detroiter Jack Berry, longtime golf writer with the Detroit News and got the Lifetime Achievement Award down at the Masters and got assigned his own parking space. But the Masters is one of his his favorite event, all-time sporting goods. So, Jack Berry, here we are three rounds into the Masters. I've called you the night before the final round. How about some thoughts about what you're watching? Well, I think there had I did 43 Masters tournaments in person, <laughs> and now I just watch it on television and on the Masters, uh, the terrific uh, Masters channel, channel Masters.com, and it is the absolute best I think Masters that I've ever seen. Unbelievable, 364s for crying out loud today, the great shots, the uh, the great players. Um, there are so many strong players now. They're not just sure. Uh, you know, Tiger's at the top. He's the, he is uh, two shots off the lead, and will be playing with um, with uh, Francesco Molinari tomorrow, and with uh, Tony Finau in the uh, last grouping. And again, well, nobody does it better than the Masters. Than the Masters. They're supposed to have a terrible storm moving through on Sunday. And so they're starting the tournament at 9 o'clock in the morning and doing it in uh, in threes instead of the normal twos and doing it off both uh, the first and the tenth holes in order to get it all in. And it is such a wonderful show. There's nothing in... I've covered a lot of sports. I've covered Secretariat's Triple Crown. I've covered the, the uh, Dolphins, the... Uh, the Miami's unbeatable uh, all-winning Super Bowl season. Uh, you know, I just have been fortunate to uh, cover a, a lot of uh, fantastic sports events. Lake Placid, the United States win, but the Masters tournament is by itself as the best run, uh, most uh, exciting and enjoyable event in sports. As far as I'm concerned, it, it's fantastic, and this one is I mean, will go down in history as, as one of the all-time greatest. You know, Jack Berry, I'm I'm so happy. You know, Michigan Golf Hall of Fame and all the awards you've gotten all the years, and so much. I'm so happy to hear you feeling so enthusiastic about how the Masters has evolved. You know, they added the women's amateur this year, the chip and putt. Uh, they've really gone through a lot. You covered it back in the days that you were using a typewriter, right? That's right. And they had the quantitut, the quantitut for, uh, yep. for the people that were covering it. And, and so yeah. you've watched it go into the digital age. You were president of the Golf Writers Association after being secretary for many years. So you've watched, you have a whole lot to do with the the whole idea of women, the breaking the locker room barrier regarding uh, women golf writers. So kind of go back a little bit in that when. You know, you've sure seen it all. Well, it was back. I was back in the golden years of newspapers. A lot of people, maybe if you have any younger uh, listeners, newspapers were big before television and before the before uh, the internet. Uh, and you know, every city had. We had two in Detroit. Initially, they had three. They had three or four in New York and in Boston, every, every place, the newspapers. And and the guys got uh, 
managed to get closer to the players uh, back in those days. The players were also, they weren't all millionaires at that time. Uh, and they uh, they didn't have their own private jets. They drove from tournament to tournament, both the uh, both on the men's tour and on the LPGA. And it was a um, it was it was kind of a, a more fun group, I think, than what it is is now. Although there are you know there are some some of the younger guys get together and and are big buddies and all, but there isn't uh, they don't travel in the big packs that they used to in the pace in the past. But what has happened is that uh, golf has become so popular and these junior programs have done so well and then they go into college scholarships and these players are so good now. We've never had a a better uh, complete bunch of uh, players of uh, the entire, you know, the entire field in all the tournaments of so many talented players. Well, speaking of, of junior golf, I've known you for over 50 years. You wrote some of the first stories of me when I was a junior golfer in, in the women's district golf and playing uh, very competitive golf in Michigan. And you had a whole lot to do with advocating junior golf back in the 60s and, and yes. women's well, golf. Well, before I was at the news, I was at the pre-press, and we had the pre-press junior golf school, which was uh, ran through the summer and at the uh, five uh, Detroit municipal courses, and the pro would run the program and and teach the uh, the kids the basics, the grips, dance, and swing. And uh, we had a little tournament, and the kids for for a very I don't know like about a quarter uh, that they would be a member in be of that uh, particular course and be able to play uh, you know a couple times mornings in in the week. Uh, They've kind of lost that now, but uh, there have been, you know, terrific first key program, midnight golf in Detroit. Everybody has uh, American Junior District Golf. What is the AJ American yeah. Junior Association? Yeah, and here in Hawaii. Have, they have, you see, and the in the uh, drive, chip, and putt. It seems like all of those uh, kids are are uh, involved in that program too. In the uh, yeah. And in Hawaii, Michelle, we came up to the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association, and we've got people from Detroit that are have been very generous here in Hawaii with the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association. Uh, Paul Forte and Nancy Clavel Forte, members of Detroit Golf, where the PGA Tour is coming to this summer with the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and they're they're uh, really reaching out. Of course, golf raises more money for charity than any other sport collectively. They're over Absolutely. a billion dollars yeah. now, right? right. A billion dollars. Yeah. And it's, yes. it's, that's thankful too for all the volunteers because they don't pay for they don't have to pay all those people that uh, that act as marshals and and do everything and uh, they buy their own uniforms and all but uh, all those volunteers make it possible to raise as much money as as they do. Uh, Absolutely, and the the opportunities that open up for volunteers from being around tournaments. You know, many probably tournament directors that started as volunteers that became. PGA Tour tournament directors, right? Right, that's right. And it's uh, it's it's uh, every once in a while you see uh, people saying the golf is dead or you know it's not growing, and I do not believe that. Well, you know, in Michigan, we have more uh, we have more courses. We have about 800 courses in Michigan, 
and they're only in Florida, Texas, and uh, uh, no, uh, Florida, Texas, and who else? Anybody else have California? Hardly anybody. Have, I always think of it as California. We have as, have as many courses as we do in Michigan. Huh? So. Well, I, I just think that the whole excitement, when we were growing up, it was the Buick open up at the uh, Warwick Hills, which is, uh, had the PGA Tour players. We couldn't wait to get up there. It was very inspirational this year with the PGA Tour coming to Detroit Golf Club. And you'll be doing covering that as well with Great Lakes Sports Publication and Art McCafferty. And, and after the Masters is when Jason, like, is the tournament director, they're going to start kind of getting commitments for what players will be coming. Because they don't really have right. To well, well, you know the Ricky Fowler is going to be there. <laughs> As, uh, Dan Gilbert, who is uh, right, Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage and that, yep. which is a Detroit-based uh, company, and uh, he's had uh, Ricky on his staff now for a couple of for a couple of years. So, and you know, he deserves a lot of credit, don't you think? Because he tried getting this uh, a PGA tournament. He was sponsoring the Tiger Woods tournament, the Memorial, and it, it was patient about it. And well, I don't know how patient, because I think he was pretty aggressive about it. But to get on the calendar with the PGA and be able to get it to Detroit too is pretty amazing. Yes, it was. And uh, well, we had you know way back in the day when I, when I started uh, covering golf after the after the war, why we had. Uh, 11 Motor City Opens, and, and the the cast was awesome. I mean, Ben Hogan won the first one, and Hogan, uh, Terry Middlecoff won it about three times, Doug Ford won, Mike Suchak, uh, you know, all the great players of, of that day, and you didn't have to beg and beg guys to play because there was only one tour, and they weren't getting million-dollar purses. So uh, if you were playing golf, you were going from uh, course to course, uh, week to week, to uh, play in all these tournaments. And we and had, Remind me where the Motor City Open was played. Was it a city course? Well, it was different courses. It was at Meadowbrook. It was at Plum Hollow. Uh, it was at uh, Knollwood, okay. uh, Western, and Red Run where the different courses were. And many were, of those pros became like, club yeah. pros in Detroit area, right? Because they didn't make enough money on the tour that they also had seasonal jobs as club pros, like Mike Suchuk afterwards. And I met Horton Smith when I played uh, uh, Junior District Golf Association and would play at Detroit Golf. And he used to always tell me, you need to wear golf shoes because I always wore tennis shoes. Yeah. And I never well, they had uh, one, one of the pros at Detroit Golf Club was uh, Walter Bercamo. I remember Walter, Walter and, yeah. and Walter was a PGA champion. Uh, Chick Harbord at uh, Meadowbrook, also a PGA champion. Wasn't they, Horton one of the original winners of the Masters? Horton Smith. Horton Smith at Detroit Golf Club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he won. Yeah, he won the first. He won the first and third uh, Masters. Okay. Yeah. And what I remember, Jack, was I didn't know that about these people when I was playing junior golf. I really, it wasn't until like over the last probably 10, 10, 15 years talking with you more and doing stories with you for the, you know, the Emily T. Gale Talk Story Show, which we're doing right now. Right. And, and, and that I started really taking more interest in Dick Mudry teaching me, longtime golf writer, and he wrote the, the copy for the Masters Annual for 10 years. And Boy, he sure speaks highly of you when you were the president of the Golf Writers Association and secretary, how much you were out there advocating for 
you know, women and women uh, writers and just all the things is you had to really evolve in, in people treating the writers better, right? Well, it, uh, you know, you have to look out for yourself now and then. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if, you know, everything works out. It, uh, I, you know, I still have uh, ones who are still alive. <laughs> we <laughs> check, check with each other all the time. Uh, and uh, one, uh, George Sweden in Cleveland and Marino Paracenzo in Pittsburgh and uh, John in uh, Baltimore and, you know, different you know, still have, still have friends. Secretary? Melanie, uh, she succeeded me as uh, secretary of the golf writers. Yeah, it was in Houston, and it's, uh, so it's. Uh, and it, I had the to me, golf was the best beat in sports. Of, you know, of all the all the other, whether it's uh, you know in Detroit we have all the major league teams: the Red Wings, Pistons, uh, the Lions, and Tigers, and the great. Uh, Fishing and hunting and uh, different, you know, all the different sports. Michigan, Michigan State, in in the Big Ten. And uh, fortunately, I was able to uh, have the golf tournament as well as doing some some of the other other uh, sports as well. Well, of course, your love of baseball because your dad was the traveling secretary of the Detroit Tigers when they beat the Chicago Cubs. Beat the Cubs, the ha ha ha. Chicago. <laughs> you know, I love those stories. I love the backstories of, of people like yourself. So talk a little bit about that. The Detroit Tigers and, uh, of course, the Pistons has got into the playoffs, but Tigers have got, gotten off to a good start right now. Right. It's, uh, things are things are uh, getting very excited, exciting in Detroit now. And, and with the uh, with the tour coming to town, that's another big boost. So. Well, talk about that for a minute, Jack. That that's not just a, a about a golf tournament, a PGA Tour event coming to town. There'll be a whole lot of uh, ancillary events going on. That's what Quicken Loans does, just like you do with a lot of events in, that they're a part of in Detroit. And just talk about what kind of boost that is. The automobile companies, for so many years, were a real mainstay of, of the PGA Tour, and had you know drifted away a couple senior tour events, the championship and the PGA Championship. But when it's the PGA Tour, this is this is different. This is this is really huge. Well, uh, I mean, the uh, it, it wasn't like we never saw golf here before. It just it, there is only one private club inside the city limits of Detroit. Now, the, all the all these other clubs that I mentioned before, they're all right around the right around the city. They're not like out in the Upper Peninsula or anything. So, we had golf here. There was that. Until uh, Buick, uh, you know, went bankrupt back in the bad back in that bad time, and we had the Buick Open from 1958 for more than 50 more than 50 years. Tiger won it forever every every yep. year. He was on the on the on the Buick staff, and, and uh, he once right. Old, you know, it wasn't as though uh, we never had we had it at Oakland Hills. We had. Uh, the U.S. Open Championship. We had the Ryder Cup, in which uh, the U.S. got. Uh, well, what the, how can you say how bad it was? <laughs> it was the, the worst defeat we've ever had. Was at, o, at Oakland Hills, and uh, PGA Championships. Patty Harrington won the PGA at uh, at Oakland Hills. Yeah, I was there at so that one. And the USDA, that's what I was saying, is that golf, the Detroit area has been such a mainstay of golf to have an actual, you know, one of the tour events get on the calendar as a regular right. event. Right. Well, 
it's uh, you have to have you have to have the sponsor. And uh, Dan Gilbert is uh, very, you know, he's big on, on sports. He owns the Cleveland Cavaliers basketball team. He's a huge supporter of Michigan State uh, athletics. Uh, he's got his name is on one side of the Breslin Center, I think, of the, of the uh, basketball arena. And uh, he likes uh, likes golf, and and he's the one who picked up the sponsorship of the uh, of the Tigers uh, tournament in the uh, D.C. in the Washington D.C. area, and then that went uh, you know went kind of bust because he wanted the tournament in Detroit, and so they gave him the shot in the in Detroit after they uh, won in Washington for the. Yeah, and that's where I think he deserves a lot of appreciation in, in terms of, you know, staying focused on that intention of getting it in Detroit. And you and Art McCafferty and Carter, Sherline, you, you've already done, started doing some uh, good coverage on behalf of Great Lakes Sports Publication. And, gosh, Jack, you're doing so much with golf still yourself. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'll um, – I've kind of uh, resist the uh, <laughs> all of that, Emily. I'm 87. I don't get around that much anymore. <laughs> well, when I get our, when I get our newsletter online, you're, you're you know writing and talking. Yep. Yep. It's really wonderful, and it's well, so wonderful I'm, because you have such a history that you can share with people. That's what's so great about it. Well, I enjoy it. I have a uh, nine-hole old guys league, uh, and uh, two of us walk, and the rest of us, the rest of them, if they had to walk, we wouldn't have a league anymore. But, Didn't you uh, just play the other day? Pardon? Didn't you just play the other day? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, we've gone through the screwy usuals. Michigan spring weather, up and down, up and down, cold and rain, rain or whatever. But actually, we we are better off than most other areas of the country. We've had huh. we've had really a really bitter winter, but we haven't had the terrible storms that they've had in California that they've got in the all the way across the midsection of the country, down south. Now the big storm that's moving towards. Uh, Towards Georgia, and uh, we've we've avoid, avoided the really disastrous ones. So, uh, because well, we're kind soon, of soon as the weather breaks and it gets warm, I'll be in Detroit. I've just loved our longtime friendship. It's probably been fifty years or more, and the fact that both runners, you've done your marathons, the New York City Marathon, and plenty of running. You used to run in the Emily Detroit runs, so it, it's right. always. It's always so fun, and I know we're both going to have fun watching tomorrow. Do you have someone? Are you going to favor? Do you have somebody you're favoring in tomorrow? Oh, uh, no, you can't. It's just I think that uh, there's so many good stories in this. Uh, Tony Keenhouse is wonderful. So. Absolutely great story with him, and yeah. and uh, you know with Tiger, good God, the way oh, the way yeah. he's playing now, and he's happy. He smiles, I and love it, it. it is. And he was never that way back in uh, the days when it was strict, strict, and, and never, you know, he would never, he would never touch hands like they, you know, uh-huh. when they're walking through the crowd, uh, like Mickelson or all the, so many other guys. He would never do anything like that. 
he's completely completely different and he's playing fantastic. And yeah. so that and and Molinari, I think he's a great story. And I I like he's like he just goes about his business. He's not fluttering all around or checking his checking this, checking that and, and like too many of the guys do nowadays. He checks the book one time and that's it. And uh and he just plays uh play straight. He's he is uh a very, very solid player. He's only had one bogey. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and and I like the way he finished today. If he had bogeyed the eighteenth hole, uh his second shot was in the in the big bunker. And uh if he had uh bogeyed that hole, I think it would have had a little bit of a uh grain of thought in his mind when he would start the final round. But he didn't. He made a, a terrific bunker shot, short putt, made that for par, and finished at uh, you know with a two shot uh, two shot advantage. Uh, well, there's going to be a whole lot of us inspired by what we see tomorrow, and we'll all be on the practice tee or out playing golf over the next week. Or so. <laughs> well, they're, they're going to be on. They're going to, going to be on early at nine o'clock uh, our time. They're, yeah, I saw that. And just the other you know, thing, what an inspiration, all those amateur, the women's that played in the first Augusta National Women's Amateur, and wasn't that a display of golf and sportsmanship? Absolutely. Terrific. It's unfortunate that uh, uh, some people uh, criticized Augusta for doing it uh, against the, uh, the uh, you know, the old Dinah Shore tournament. Uh, but... Uh, I don't know. It seemed like uh, there were four of the greatest women players of all time. Thought it was a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good deal to uh, have uh, the Augusta National get involved in it with the uh, Soren Stam and and uh, Nancy, Nancy Lopez, Lopez Siri yeah. Hawk. Yep. Yeah. Having them all there, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Very. So. Well, Jack, it's always a pleasure, and I maybe we'll I'll call you tomorrow night and see how you feel after watching what's up, and and we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, PGA Rocket Mortgage Classic coming to Detroit Golf Club the last week of June. And, right. And uh, they're all sold out of the everyday tickets, but they've got lots of other tickets available. But that's sure a good okay. sign to, to sell right. out of the everyday tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Great talking okay. to you, Jack Barry. Michigan Hall of Fame, uh, Bob is just a just a legend in the world of golf, and uh, just a beautiful writer and a wonderful friend and mentor. Thanks, Jack. Much love. Thank you, home. Emily. Bye. Yeah. The Emily T. Gale Show, and say nice things about Detroit Show wrapped into one. Aloha.